we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about strip clubs and and times that we did uh, drugs before we found Jesus. If they're gonna cancel me, they're gonna cancel me. I don't care. Go ahead, do it. Why are we gonna talk about it? You know why. This is the Randy Savagery Show. It's about the love. It's about the passion. Yo, 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 yo. Oh, you here now? What if I was like, I was like, yo, what's Charlamagne the Gog in the morning? What's up? What's going on? You know what I'm saying? If I was doing that. <laughs> hey, man, you already know you in the building with your boy Smalls. What you want to do? You want to freestyle real quick? Okay, shit. Bro, do you ever see, have you ever seen Charlamagne? No, like, no. I mean, I've seen him, yeah. He's so annoying. Charlamagne's like that. He'll be like, so. So your, so your mama left you and your daddy wasn't there because he was on crack. Yeah. Like that, that, that's, that's I think he's pretty, bold. He's so bold. Uh-huh. I think sometimes he's a little bit too bold, but I think the show really wants that. And that's the reason why they keep him on. Because some things he says, uh, you know, certain topics he gets on, you're like, damn, I can't believe he said that. But you look at the views it's really doing for that show and you're like, okay, well, I, I, I see why they're keeping him on. Yeah, talking to the was... mic, bro. Talking to the mic. Oh yeah, but you know, I can see why you know they're keeping them on. So yeah, I mean, okay, but I'm just saying on the fact of like, it's not very genuine. It doesn't feel very genuine. Yeah, you know you're right. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, some of it should do seem genuine. I actually like some of the topics that Charlamagne actually talks about. Oh, but... he talks about very intellect. What I'm saying is his style of attacking the person uh -huh. coming on for the show uh -huh. value. Yeah. Well, first off, because you do it every time, I know it's not genuine. You know what well, I mean? True. And, and so, so that, and then the second part of that is like. Uh, but is it really? Very, like, but I think they already know though, because isn't Charlemagne like? Uh, yeah. Oh, you mean the person going on? Yeah, because I mean they really know. They know Charlemagne's kind of a bold speaker. They know he know. Like most black people ain't afraid to say some shit, so they know that before they go on. And if they don't want to speak about it, usually they'd be like, yeah, you know, they'll say something. I think most people know that you know before they go on. He's just a bold, you know, he's a bold speaker, so that's yeah. fair. I'll, you know what? That's something I didn't even piece through. They've all seen this show. Yeah. Even Kamala Harris when she had a little freak out, she saw the show. Uh-huh. With her Indian ass. Well she wanted to freak well, I mean she you know well people know if they freak out and they get a shock value enough that there'll be, you know, some revolt against it. And if someone's mad enough, angry enough, wants to shut you down enough, they know that that this cancel culture or whatever could shut you down just like that. Even if they don't feel that the words that they are spewing or whatever, you know, they could just make that shock value so crazy on you and make the story so big on you that it's almost like the public just feed off that, you know? So but I you know, anyways, back to what you you know what you were saying. Um, just strong man's kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. If he wanted to box for charity, I'd be down to box for charity. If Jake Paul wanted to put that together, I'm just saying I'd box him any day. I heard uh, somebody's. I heard somebody's trying to uh, box him for free. Who? I don't know. I just was. Free. I don't know. I didn't do the research. Don't quote me on that. 
But I, 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 I read the little story real quick. I, I seen for free. I'm not really much of like, you know, a boxer. Well, I'm, I don't really follow the YouTube boxing really that much. No, you know, no shade on it. But yeah, I seen that. I was like, oh shit. Well, maybe the people want to see that. I don't know. Maybe this guy really thinks he about to, you know, whoop his ass. I'm guessing. But if it's true, was you he know, fight who? Which person? I don't know. Oh, you don't even know which person that no, you're saying was gonna fight? No. Okay. No. All right. All right. That's cool. Well, um, so why don't you introduce yourself to the people, to the listeners at home? Also, yeah. like talk in the mic. Use the mic. Utilize the mic. The mic. So how you guys doing today? You already know I'm your boy Smalls. Uh, we came to do. Well, I came to do a podcast with Randy today. We're gonna have a lot to discuss. Yeah. Oh no, we're not. We ain't gonna hear this. Boom. The ad tried to hit us. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? And we're not going to get hit with those type of ads. But if you would like to shout out your business, those are the type of ads I will allow on my show if you wanted to. Okay. Or if you want to shout it out for her, I don't know. I don't, I'm just saying. I'll let her shout it out. What's up, y'all? It's Honey J in the building, okay? A.K.A. Honey Dip. I got an all-natural hair care line. I am loco in the Pontiac Port Heron area and surrounding areas. Um... It is all natural hair care line for more coarse hair. Um, wouldn't say my products aren't beneficial to more straight type hair, like type three hair, but it's for co more coarse hair. Um, we are doing good. We got a lot of events coming up. Um, check out my websites, honeydipllc.net. Check out my other social platforms, Honeydip Natural Hair Care, and follow me, okay, for tips and something that may work for you. Yes. Boom! Okay! Shaka-laka. We can add effects too, like that. For sure. Why am I just dragging like that? Okay. Let me get a sit back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know these things are just made backwards, so you know you gotta, you know. You gotta play with them! Not like Michael Jackson. But kind of. This way, you have to be this way. You want to be to the. That's how I centered it when I did it. So you don't want to move this, cause. Okay. Cause when I like chose the camera position. Oh right. You'll be out of frame, and they'll be like, "Damn, this I sucks. got it right here." All so right. You want me to, okay. Yeah. Boom. And then just for, a, cause I can edit any of this, so it doesn't yeah. matter. But like, you should keep a hand on the mic, cause it's hard for you to like your mind to think that you're talking into the mic. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, for sure. So. Oh. Anyways, what kind of rap music you like? That's what you're into, right? Hip hop. Hip yeah. hop, pop, 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 pop. You know, I like a lot of uh, you know, hip hop music. I, you know, I like jazz, but really, I mean, I'm into all different types of music. It's not like I have like a certain thing that I like. I like more singing, you know. But, okay. but Trey yeah. Songs type thing. Or? I mean, not so much. I mean, if you really want to indulge on who I really listen to, I like. Uh, I guess you could say like a John Legend. Or like um, okay. um, Labyrinth, you know, his voice is definitely something that's unique. So definitely something that I would, you know, that I listen to at least, you know. But yeah. What about uh, what about Frankie Ocean? You know Frank Ocean? I mean, I know Frank Ocean, but it's a little before. I mean, it's a little before my time. I would think for me. So okay. I don't really, you know, I don't really partake in that. All right, all right. I just feel like he has a real interesting. Uh, Voice, I guess. I, I think guess. he does too, sure. and I think I, and I think if you're into that too, you're gonna be into that. I really think he's a talented artist as well. You know, I just don't think it was you know in my time frame. You know, growing up for me, you know, I had more different artists. I guess I guess I guess you could say so. But yeah, he's definitely a talented artist for sure. Yeah, 
like the weekend or who who what is i like the weekend for, yeah i like the weekend the too frame though i mean i think he the weekend might be like only two years older than yours no i mean i guess i i guess the time frame for me would be like i guess you could say like a beyonce uh nelly well, you oh, know, two thousands, two thousands. Okay, so you just met like nineties, two thousands. Who you are, not like according to your age. I just want to make no, that clear. no, for my age, nineties, two thousands. I'm a nineties baby. Yeah, but like for real, bro. Like Beyonce, that's not your time. Like when you were would have been able to go to like concerts and stuff. That's like when you were like five, but six, seven. But what I, you. No, no. When I was five, six, I was, seven, I was definitely listening to Jay Z, Beyonce. I was listening to all different stuff like that's that. What I that's what I Alicia said. Keys. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's so your, that's you know that's what I'm trying to that's say. That's your older people's music, bro. But for uh, but for what you uh, but for what you're talking about, that'd be for more of like an older crowd. No, it's I'm more saying. important what you listen to is what's important. But I was just yeah. clarifying for the people because at first it sounded like you're basically like, you know this. Uh, I'm that young generation, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Like as if you were gonna only. No, I'm 24, so you know. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely, young. I'm that's definitely so, not old, but I'm definitely not young. You know what I mean? So young for Beyonce and Jay Z's like a 58 year old man. No, he's 90s. Now he has 90s, so you know. Yeah. 90s, 2000s. It, it's like I think it would be your older, Early 2000s. your older siblings like music though, because like you said, you're listening to it when you're six, seven. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I, I was listening. To, I mean, that was what I was listening to growing up. You know what I mean? But like, if you're twenty four, when you were like nineteen, Jay Z, Tupac. I mean, I I grew up listening to that. I guess you know. When you were nineteen, what year is that? But then I, I guess you could also say you know because my mom you know my mom's white, so I you know I'm half black and white. I also grew up listening to like uh, like rock or soft rock as well. So that's where I guess my uh, music taste you know also transitions too. Yeah. So like. Uh, yeah, but keep going, keep going, keep going. But when you were 19, do you know what yeah. year that was? 19, let's see, I'm 24 right now, it was 2014, 15, 16, something like that. Yeah, so what I was just saying for the people at home, because it seemed at first that the music type you were talking about was tied to your age group. When you were 19, uh -huh. like, I think Ray Schroomer would probably be a hotter name at that time, like that panda... Uh, designer, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but I didn't grow up listening to those I guys, know, bro, you know? I know. I just saying, I wanted to clarify. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it is important. That's what I want to know. Yeah. What you, was your, but it's just funny because that's like a little bit, like you, you know, Destiny Child, like TLC and shit like that? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, don't go chasing uh, waterfalls. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah that's old though. That's it is, old. It is. Yeah, I, I know that too from like my older sisters yeah. and stuff like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Boom. Boom. All right. So you said uh, you said your mother is white. Yes, yes. All right. So uh, you're a biracial person. Yep, yep. Okay. Oh. Tell, us, uh, tell us what was that like, like uh, when you were younger? Like maybe around when you were six, like we were just talking about. Do you remember? Well, yeah, you know, when I was younger, I was always moving around a lot, you know. So, different schools, especially for me, because I even moved different states when I was about nine years old, so. I didn't know that was state. I moved to New Mexico for about a year. Really? Yeah. With your whole family? Nah, just my uncle. Just your uncle? Yeah, and they did not like me there. How old were you? I was about nine years old. Okay. Yeah. So, so. like, start from your first move. Mm -hmm. Where was your first move? 
I mean, fuck. I don't remember. I've been moving my entire whatever, life. whatever you can remember, I guess. Like, is that it then in New Mexico? Is that like the first one you really remember? I mean, no, I've been moving, you know, from location to location my entire life. I mean, if, you, if you're asking me to remember every single one, yeah, I've moved all throughout Pontiac, you know. Um, when you were younger, you lived in Pontiac. Yeah. You know? See, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They don't know. They oh, don't know. I, I get so, you. So get those you. details, like, yeah, that kind of builds the character of, like, uh, the picture of, I guess, what it's like being biracial. True. Especially because you said your mother is white, so your father is the, the African-American. Yeah, my father's black. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell me, what was it? What was the Pontiac living like when you were younger? Um, I mean, it was fights all the time. Um, for the most part, it wasn't really like for me. It was a way of life. So, getting in fights, you know, seeing people, you know, doing drugs, selling drugs, um, seeing people around you doing drugs, or. You know, whatever it is, you know what I mean? It was just a way of life. So, yeah, you see a lot of that stuff happening around you. But, you know, it's... it's uh, I, I, I definitely uh, think, you know, it's... Uh, you know, I grew a lot from that situation, though. You know, living there, you know, gave me a different outlook on life, for sure. Like, what did you grow from? Like, you're saying the negative parts? No, no, there's positive stuff, too. No, I mean... But fighting right there, for sure. Right yeah, I After definitely learned how to fight. Like, out know? of adversity, you're saying it made you grow. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Made me grow a lot of different, you know... Because uh, a lot of people ain't afraid to talk, too. So you got a lot of different minds. So it's actually cool because you really connect with a lot of different people out there, a lot of different minds. And a lot of people ain't afraid to tell you how it is or, or their thoughts on the subject. So that's the, you know, that's the cool thing, you know, about, you know, growing up in Pontiac. Okay, so you think there is a very diverse crowd when it comes to thinking and that was yeah. a cool thing to pick up on yeah whether okay. it's you know whatever the topic is not to say that it's all you know but yeah whatever the you know whatever it is there's always something to be said at least you know especially when you you know when you and you're in a circle or whatever you know um i'm pretty sure that the statistics are uh it's 80 percent mm -hmm. of african-american males that are uh what's it called incarcerated uh-huh it's in the 90 percentile that their fathers were not in their life mm -hmm. so it's uh it's like a statistical what's it called tragedy i guess of our country right uh -huh. that that happens uh was your father in your life early growing up no i mean i guess when we was like real, real young, he was a little bit, but he wasn't really much of like a father figure. But after a little while, you know, he split. He wasn't there for, for you know, from a time I, I guess I would say from the time I was like six on. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's really, that's really early. Uh -huh. You know, six. Uh, I try to think about some memories that I have from when I was six. Like I remember. Um, when I was six, dude, I would eat rhubarb in like the backyard, and I remember one time. What? Say again. Rhubarb. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. dad, so my dad grew rhubarb in the backyard, right? Uh -huh. So I remember a distinct memory of chewing on rhubarb, climbing a, uh, one of our trees back in uh -huh. the back, and falling two branches and slamming my nuts, and just I really didn't slam the testicles, I guess, but I scraped my. What sack. kind of tree was you climbing? Um. 
I don't even remember. I can't, I couldn't, I can't identify that part of them. <laughs> but I just remember screaming. It was like yeah. the first time I saw blood in my ball sack. Like, cause it was, it was probably just a little. Damn, you hit yourself good then. I, yeah, it scraped like ripped my pants. You know, like. Damn. Yeah, yeah. What did yeah. you hit on the way down? The tree or? Just like two branches. Yeah, oh, I, and then I stopped on like a bigger branch at the bottom. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. see, he says that like it's nothing, and I hit a bigger branch on the way down. But well, you know, it was all in, in in the name of falling from a tree. I could barely remember. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, like the pain. Part, but what I do remember is I remember like um my I remember my dad running out. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and because uh, I was crying like a little baby, yeah. you know. And I remember him uh, like kind of making a joke about it, you know what I'm saying. And like he's like, well, I'm not gonna kiss kiss that boo boo, and like like you know tickling my stomach, you know. And I remember that type of joke, right? Uh huh. And I just try to think like I don't know how I would feel. I don't. I couldn't imagine if I didn't have my father at six years old. Like, I couldn't imagine, I guess I'm saying, like, if you were to walk out, you know what I mean? And I guess I just, if you, if you can, like, could you tell us, like, how did you feel? How does that feel? Do you remember the feelings of whatever happened? I don't know how he left either. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I'm just saying, like, what was that like? Well, you know, obviously no one really likes that. You know, no one really likes the feeling that, you know, because when you look at your mom, you see the struggle. Because my mom had five, you know, kids. So you see the struggle that's left on her. And my dad was also a drug user, you know, so he did crack. I mean, he still does crack to this day. So. Rebased cocaine. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it took a long time, though. Because for the longest time, I, you know, hated him. I... I felt like I had to say something to him or, or you know, you know, I was going to give him peace of my mind. But after a while, you know, she, you know, some things happened. Uh, he said some things to my mom and whatnot. You know, it, it just began to fade. I didn't really care no more. I, like, like, to this day, it's like, I don't really care. Like, if he, if he wants to come in my life, doesn't come in my life, doesn't see me, it, it just don't matter to me anymore. It could be a not, it could be, you know. Yeah. Uh huh. So, um, like, all right, I got another little memory. I think I was like five, right? Okay. There, I woke up one morning. I thought my sister was going to be there, or like one of them. I got a whole bunch of them, right? No one was there, bro. Crying. You know the story, bro. Outside crying, so scared. I remember that fear, right? Like, like growing up early, the early part, growing up without your dad, was there a fear response? Was there like, Whenever, however he was gone, were you just like, kind of like a little adult about it? Like, do you uh, feel like, that's what, you know what I'm saying? Like, my parents no, got divorced when I was eight and I was a little adult about it. No, my, I didn't cry, I didn't do that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Six, though, I was a lot more, so what was yours like? Well, I was more of a rambunctious kid. My older brother was like, more of like the person who, who wanted to be like the father figure, I guess, if you want to say that, but... But no, for me, I was I was rambunctious. I was one who always wanted to be outside doing some crazy shit, you know, backflipping off houses or, or you know, dirt biking or whatever it was. I didn't really want to be, you know, because when I was a kid, actually, you know, we didn't get to play outside a lot because my mom was always working. She had, you know, she had five kids, you know, had to provide. So, you know, a lot of times we were, you know, at daycare centers and stuff like that. So, mm. and so we didn't get all that time, you know, to really do stuff like kids. So. So any chance I got, I was always outside doing something. So okay. You know. So you're saying you didn't pay it no mind. You continued with like the the journey of being the rambunctious child you were. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know. 
Not rambunctious, but rambunctious. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so on the latter part of that statistic that I brought up, like uh -huh. incarceration, right? For uh -huh. a lot of African American males. I went to juvie country. for three years. You did. For two and a half. Okay. So you have had. So you've had run-ins with the law yourself. Uh huh. Okay. What uh, what happened? The juvie. I didn't even know that. I mean, it was a little bit of like. Like marijuana stuff, school incorrigibility. That was the main, uh, the main thing. That was school incorrigibility. I was never going to school and shit like that. Oh. So, so they put me. So you're you know, smoking pots and you're skipping class. Yeah, and they put me in uh, Children's <laughs> Village for it. You got to do a program too. I mean, that to me, that doesn't seem too bad. That seems yeah. like a, something that a lot of a lot of kids probably do. Like, well, the uh, the first place you go to when you go to a Children's Village, you go to this place called J Building. At least if you're in Oakland County. So when you go to J building, it's, you know, because every building is labeled, you know, with an initial of what it is. The J building is actually like jail. So it's similar to the OCJ. We, you know, you get to sleep on a concrete slab. You get like a bed that's like this thick. You get a blanket. Well, they call it a blanket, but it's really a sheet. It's like one of those cotton knit sheet that your grandma would have knitted. That's like real thin, you know. They give you that. And in the wintertime, they give you two of those. Um, but yeah, you, you spend most of your time there until you actually go out to your program. And that could be whenever, because if it's overfilled, they got too many people who haven't left, you know, that, you know, those buildings, and you just stay there. And yeah, you wear orange jumpsuit. Uh, you sleep in a locked, you know, a locked room, a uh, metal door, and shit like that. So yeah, I spent like six months j just at J Building, and then I finally went to my program. Uh, messed up a little bit, so yeah, it ended up being two and a half years total spent there. Because most of the programs are eight months to a year that you're going to be there anyways. And if you mess up, you got to redo at least three months. So, Yeah, I mean, to me, the punishment sounds horrible. I meant the crime. The crime. Oh, I know. It kind of bad to me. Yeah, I know. It kind of sounds Smoking ridiculous. Smoking class. Yeah. Rather than, like, you know, a lot, I'd say a lot of people that are in prison, they're yeah. a lot harsher crimes. You know Hell what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's all I was trying to say. No, and then no I got, crime. like, a bunch of, like, mar I, 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 like, marijuana charges and stuff like that. I mean, marijuana is, like, legal, basically. Yeah. Now, but you were a child. Well, right? I, right. well, I also caught, well, I mean, I had, this, okay, so my most recent one was, uh, I got caught when I was, like, eight, like, 19 years old. I had my med card, but I had a charge from, you know, back when I was, uh, I had, okay, so I had a charge from like a long, you know, back in like 2016, and they found some weed out of me. So they went, uh, they went by the 2016 charge and charged me, you know, years later after we was legal, after I had my license and everything. And they listed it on, on my, uh, my, my, my record as a drug crime. So I have that on my record, even though I had my medical card by the time they actually caught me for a warrant or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know. I was like, okay, cool. And, and then they pulled me over one day. Like years later, said, "Oh yeah, you have a warrant, by the way." But it's a misdemeanor. Yeah, it was a misdemeanor. I just did, you know, whatever. But still, it's like a drug. You know, you don't want a drug crime listed on your record. Actually, I don't think anyone could see that unless they were a police. Like unless they were police, or you're doing a job, and, and they go That's and pay. That's not public record, though. Only yeah. felon, only felonies are. I'm pretty sure. Juvenile, especially. I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure places of employment can see all that. I don't know. I don't know. Records I know are sealed, like even to. That's not office. juvenile. That's yeah, not yeah, juvenile. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was just saying. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can't see someone's misdemeanors. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I can see all my felonies. I know they pop right up. All your, all my mugs. Yeah, shots. I know. Yeah, they're for life, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess. Uh... <laughs> but yeah. Uh, that's funny. That's quite funny. Um, it's interesting though because I grew up with my father. Okay. Uh, and uh, 
The entire like, time. The entire time, yeah. Oh shit, okay. Yeah, the whole time he okay. was there. Um, but the funny thing is that like uh I have a way worse criminal history than you. And uh -huh. it's just funny how statistics work, you know. Like so you know my mom is Dominican, yeah. my father is white, and um it's interesting though because I I chose harsher crimes. Uh -huh. Even though I didn't grow up in Pontiac, I grew up in the suburbs. Um, but I don't even really have an ending to that. I just thought yeah. the parallel was interesting, though, because the statistics would show, you mm -hmm. know, the other way. Yeah. But also, it's like, uh, it shows you how, I guess, personal, cho how powerful personal choices over, uh -huh. like, statistics or environmental, yeah. like, surroundings, probably, you know? Which actually, uh, uh... Like you mentioned uh, 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 the suburbs and whatnot, because by the time I was in, what was it, like sixth or seventh grade, like I think it was sixth grade, we moved uh, to the suburbs because we was getting in so many fights and whatnot. My mom moved us down here. So I actually did get to see, you know, the transition of like being in like a mostly, you know, you know, uh, black school to going to like a mostly, you know, white school. And it is a difference. Did you uh, finally feel free? Was it great? Were you like, I'm home, baby? Hell no. Okay. No, I don't know. I don't well, when know. I first I when I first transitioned, it, like my grades wasn't too bad. Then boys went to all E's, for real shit. So the one thing I noticed is no, no, the curriculum. But one thing I noticed the curriculum is like way different. So, so like if they're teaching something like like say if I went to like Walt Whitman or Lincoln or something like that, if if, if they're teaching something in seventh grade they would have been teaching that in like fifth grade yeah. over at the you know wild lake schools or or, or 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 a suburban school like if you're in michigan you know yeah i noticed at milford i went to school in milford that there's a lot of books that they made us read that i i noticed a lot of kids are like oh they didn't make us read that yeah I know. and i feel like that has to do see it's funny when you're in a school you don't know that's how it works you just think your school is school yeah until you grow up with both school. sides and you and you'd be like damn these motherfuckers is, is, is like it's taken for granted only because they haven't seen the other side. So when you've gotten to grow up seeing like what it could be, you know, you're like, well, damn, nigga. I know you don't think it's a lot, but it could, it could be less. You know, you could be not being taught as much or, you know, not being educated as far, which for me, I think is, is a horrible thing because I like knowledge. I think knowledge is power. So I would rather be taught more than to be, you know, than to be, you know, not taught, you know. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's the majority of, I guess, uh, the Pontiac School District children, but... I don't I know, because all the schools is closed know. down now. They got to they gotta outsource for schools now. You got to yeah, go to Auburn Hills. Like, every, every single school No, it's not even that. They just don't got the funding for it. So all the schools are shooting down. Or, or, uh, they're uh, the, shooting down, baby. No, nah, they're shutting right. down. So you either got to go to, like, Auburn Hills, West Bloomfield, uh, Waterford, uh, Wall Lake. What about Milford? Or you, I mean, that's a little bit more of a stretch, but I guess you can go to Milford if you wanted to. What a wonderful school. And we're talking about Michigan, too. So, like, Milford, Michigan, Pontiac, Michigan. Oh, like Brother it. Rice, dude. Oh, I hear that's a great school. You remember them in, in high school or no? Yeah. I mean, they were, like, the best football, Where's that the best football team ever. Uh, I think it's in West Bloomfield, bro. Oh. I think so. Because in Kego Harbor, oh, it's in Kego Harbor. Because that's where they do the state fair, and it's across the street from the school. I try to stay away from Kiko Harbor. They got a lot of police there. You know, they got so many police for such a little place. Dude, I get pulled over all the time. You know what's crazy, though? 
We'll talk about that later. But you, the uh, uh, the police, see, I like them, but I don't like all of them. I can tell by the way they walk up to me. So the moment they pull me over, the first five minutes, I can, I can already tell how this interaction is going to be. I've had times cops told me that they were going to take my possessions because I wasn't allowed to have them, and I knew my rights. By the end of it, you know, I, I got to take my stuff home, or they, they hold me up because, you, you know, whatever. You know, I, I've had, you know, a lot of it, you know. Mm. Interactions that weren't the uh, the best, so. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's no good. Honestly, I cannot I cannot attest to that. Really? I mean, every time I did super illegal stuff, uh -huh. they're pretty mad. Like you know, like I we were I was selling drugs, tons of drugs yeah. out of a suburban house. I mean, fiends are getting sick. This a this is a horrible thing, you know. And then, you know, they were mad. They were pretty mad. He grabbed me by my beard and pulled it up, and, and it's quite aggressive of a narcotics agent. But, like, um, yeah, every other time in my life, like, some, even I'll be texting and driving and been pulled over, swerving like a mug, bro. And then I just lied. I literally have just lied. I've said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I said, I reached in the back to grab my phone for the GPS. Mm -hmm. Left it at that, you know? I played that motherfucker like four times. Now I don't know how you are with police though, but I'm like, oh hello sir. Uh, yeah. You know, I I like present my hands palm up, which is like a psychological. Well, that's what I do too. You know, of course, but you know, usually I try to have a, like, you know, I try to tell them something sly. Or I try to I, I try to have something you know to say beforehand. You like what but, up, Piggy? Or like but, what do you mean? Like how do you do? Is that or no? I mean, if they was pulling me <laughs> over, like if they was pulling me over for speeding. You know, if they was pulling me over for speeding, you know, I'd be like, you know, I'm, I'm, I wasn't even meaning to be doing that. I just really had to use the bathroom. I just got off of work. A lot of places have been telling me that, you know, that they can't, you know, that they won't. See, I tell them something that's factual because if you give them something that's factual with a white lie, that's they, how you get it. That's how you get it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So then I'm like, you know, a lot, you know. Uh, so then I tell them, I'm like, yeah, so every place has been telling me that they don't have a bathroom. So I've been, I've been, you know, really trying, I've been racing down, trying to find, you know, where's the next bathroom going to be? A lot of times they'll be like, oh shit, this motherfucker's probably telling the truth. Yeah. And they let you go. So like, no, I'm not saying that's all the situations, but like just something like that is what I would, is what I would say. But I'm trained to like, like I'm trained to always have that on my mind now. I, 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 like I can think of that so fast just by you asking me the question. You yeah. Know? You just, you already know. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I've just never had any real bad experiences. But I know a lot of people do, 100%. Yeah. And uh, just mine, it was always like, you know, they're like, oh, you're, you're, you're a heroin dealer. You know? And I was, you know. So it was like, ah. And they weren't even that mean. Honestly, when the state police picked me up, I had two heroin distribution charges. And he literally said, I hate to do this, bud, but you got two felony warrants. He said, bud, they let me smoke a cigarette? Like... Well, that's cool because a lot of times they don't let you smoke cigarettes. I hear they depends on the officer. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Like, like I just, I in my mind, I think that I just... See, I've never well. gotten slammed by, you know, by an officer, though. But I've, I've never put myself in a situation to... I mean, like, I've been, you know, raised and stuff like that. But I've never been, like, in a situation to where, like, me and an officer are having an altercation. I don't know. This don't happen. I yeah. mean... I see the videos. They be getting mad, but, but, yeah, I feel like they might want to, but. Have you ever ran from the police? Yeah, but they've never caught me. Like, when I was younger, I ran from police, uh, uh, the police a lot, but I've never been caught. You got a decent jump drop? Yeah, but I'm pretty fast, though. The speed. What do you mean? The speed. 
That's your thing, the speed. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I asked about the jump shot, and then you kind of jump. You're like, my, you're like the speed, bro. Yeah. I got these feet. I've never been caught. Like, if I actually ran, no, I've never been caught yet by a police officer. No. That's good. No. I think I ran when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, like when they, like, like teenagers? For, yeah, for like yeah. agging and doing wild, like, breaking. Well, agging, car hoppings, uh, beanies, all stuff like that. You know, I never like did that. the car hopping. I never really? did the beanies. What? Oh, no, no. I was way too scared. Because cause my dad taught me if someone broke into a house that we don't know, he taught me to shoot them. With, yeah. with his gun. See, so but when I, you were a teenager, or well, especially back then, a lot of people wasn't doing that, especially depending on what town you was in, because, you know, you could know what town you're in, and you can kind of gauge, well, for me, I can gauge, you know, people and how the energy is, so I can gauge where I, you know, where I can go, where I can, why, and, and, and why those reasons are, you know what I mean? So, I haven't ran into, like, a, you know, like a whole lot of people's houses, but when I was younger, for sure, when I was young, dumb, hell yeah. Did you, like, stake out the house to make sure they weren't there or something? Like, how did you No, know? I ran in people's houses when they was there. They were sleeping. See, that's insane yeah. to me. Yeah. That's insane. I'd be so scared. You know, but it was so long ago now. Yeah. Didn't you drop a new album or a new song or what was it? Because, uh, tell people at home, let them know. Wasn't it something? Well, I'm dropping a few things, but like a lot of my stuff that, uh, like a lot of stuff that I'm actually working on. It's for uh, purposes of uh, stuff that I'm not that, that I'm not yet gonna disclose because it hasn't yet you know landed or hit. So I, I definitely don't want to speak it. You know you know I definitely don't want to jinx it. So yeah, oh, but I definitely do got a few uh, you know a few songs coming out. But yeah, uh, a lot of surprises, a lot of things that I'm gonna be telling you guys about, uh, you know, in the future. So yeah. Well, where can the people find you online? Well, you can look me up under Smalls, or you can go to Dark Web Studios, uh, YouTube, you can go to Facebook. You know. They just type, like, you should, is it Dark, Smalls? Yeah, S-M-A-U-L-Z, Dark Web, it? yep, and then darkweb.com. Yeah. All right. Or you can go to Dark Web at Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, what's your thing? Like, so they know. I don't, yeah, I don't do the Twitter, and I don't really do the Instagram, but you can look me up on Instagram as a... Uh, Brendan, so as you know, a B R E N D E N. So. What about the what about the ladies at home? Are you single? And I'm sure they want to know the ladies. The ladies, we have about 32 percent women listeners. So yeah. I want to grow that. So I'm single, but I don't I, I don't really be you know oh. mingling. I be I'm you know I'm working on myself. We're doing a lot of stuff. So right. that don't leave me a lot of time, and I don't really want to. I'm not, I'm not the type of person that want to give somebody some time that I don't have. So. Oh, but well, that's respectable. That's respectable. How you, I, I thought it was gonna end kind of sour, but you like really whoop tied that 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 I don't have, and it was like real respectful at the end. Wow, hell yeah. All right, well that's gonna wrap it up. That's the end of the Randy Savage show. Thank you for coming on, bro. Hell yeah, you already know. Yep, yep, and uh, that's it. Boom. I'm your boy Smalls. Boom. And that's it. Oh. <laughs>